It's time for Rama for Today. But he didn't. I said to him, uh, Brother McGee, I said, uh, let's count that again. I said, it has to be there. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, my wife and I agreed about that, and if it don't work, well, then I've got to go to every church where I preach and tell them that Jesus is a liar and the Bible isn't so. <laughs> now, I'm just not honest. If it don't work, let's throw it away. <laughs> Amen. Now, I don't mean now that you're just going to have it easy and it's just going to fall on you like ripe chairs off a tree. You'll have to stand your ground sometimes. Are you hearing me? Amen. Just stand your ground not against God, against the devil, against demons. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer, Volume 6. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. See, we made it with a dollar and something extra. Half again as much, and that's all we got was the Sunday night offering. <laughs> and it, it was the second offering taken. They made the pull for the other one first. Now then we come up to the last Sunday night before Christmas. And uh, they had a little, little Christmas program that night, not long. And I preach 15 minutes. Believe it or not, I can just preach 15 minutes. <laughs> you don't believe that much, do you? But I can. I preach 15 minutes, little Christmas sermon. And uh, I, I, I did that because I was pushed for time. <laughs> and uh, not only that, but it was so close to Christmas that I got in my car immediately and drove all night long to get home. Well, anyway, I said immediately what I mean is that night. But anyway, the, uh, they, they'd taken up the offering first again for this church mortgage, and they got the rest of their money they liked so much, and they wouldn't have another chance to get it, so they got it. And then they passed the plate, an offering for me, and so we'd gotten over to the parsonage next door after the service, and so the pastor said, well, Brother Hagin, he was thrilled about it running as much as it had, you see. How much did you get this week? I said, I don't know. I've got you. Well, he said, didn't the brethren hand it to you? I said, no. Oh, he said, we were moving around there in Christmas time and, and uh, so much to do and changing around because of this program. They had a lot of stuff to move, you know, between, and they was moving while he was taking my offering. He said, they just forgot. And I said, they may not even count. They said, let's go back over and see if we can find it. And so we went back over there and looked around, finally found the offering place. Somebody had sat down somewhere, nobody ever even counted the money. <laughs> they were busy, you know, and had forgotten to. So he said, well, let's just take it over that parsonage and count it. It's yours, and I'll report and tell them how much it is. So we sat down at the uh, dining table. Just, just, he just dumped these plates out, and he pushed about half the offering there to me and half of it. He said, here, you, I'll count this half, and you count that half. Well, we counted out. He said, how much did you get? He wrote down on fish paper. I wrote down how much I had over here in this pile. Well, he told it up, and he sort of frowned. He said, well, you didn't get as much this week. Now, there was uh, about a hundred and, and so many dollars there. In other words, it was uh, about $20 really short of what we had claimed. My wife and I had agreed on this week. Well, he said, I was in hopes, Brother Hagin, that it wouldn't, he mentioned a certain figure, and that's what we was agreeing on. I was in hopes it would run that much at least, or even more, but he didn't. I said to him, uh, Brother McGee, I said, uh, let's count that again. I said, it has to be there. 
He said, what do you mean? I said, well, my wife and I agreed about that, and if it don't work, well, then I've got to go every church where I preach and tell them that Jesus is a liar and the Bible isn't so. <laughs> now, I'm just that honest. If it don't work, let's throw it away. <laughs> Amen. Now, I don't mean now that you're just going to have it easy and it's just going to fall on you like ripe chairs off a tree. You'll have to stand your ground sometimes. Are you hearing me? Amen. Just stand your ground, not against God, against the devil, against demons. Amen. Well, he said, bless God, all right then, we missed it. It has to be here. I said, sure, it has to be there. I said, I'll never be able to preach another sermon. I'll quit now. If God's word doesn't work, you know, my friends, uh, you, you go up here to the bank, and if, they, if, they're, if they're out of balance, well, they don't just say, well, it didn't work. They're going to have to find out where that money is. I mean, if it's just one penny off. And they'll spend hours and, and even spend no telling how much real money it costs them to try to find where that penny is. Now, is that true? And you can take anything else in life. People will fight for their rights and what belongs to them. And, and, and burn the midnight oil, if necessary. You know what I mean with that expression? Lose sleep and put forth effort. And when it comes to spiritual things, though, God have mercy on us. Folks just sort of roll over and shut their eyes and play dead. <laughs> I'll tell you, we need to get down to business and find out where it is. Amen. Amen. God's word works. God's word works. And I'll tell you, many a time in prayer, I've gone right over the ground again and again. Sometimes I like to use this illustration. I, I, I know, I remember the first time I used it, I was pastor of the church, and, and so there's a, between the parsonage, you see parsonage right next door in the church, there's a nice little lawn there, you know. Well, I'd usually go out there, my wife and I'd come in through the back door and the side door of the church. Now, I said, if someone, well, for instance, if I had a very valuable ring, diamond ring, and I got over to the parsonage, and when I got over there, I noticed that the diamond's gone out of the ring, the setting you see is out. And I said to myself, well, now, I know it is there because just before I left that church building, somebody was mentioned it and said, now, that sure is beautiful. Let me see that. And so I know I had to lose it between the church door and the back door of this parsonage. Well, I'd go over that ground carefully. I'd get out on my hands and knees and crawl all over that patch of grass, uh, parting every blade of looking because I know it's there. It's right in there somewhere. Now, I said, when it comes to spiritual things, when it comes to praying, I do the same thing. I, I know the area where it is that we missed it. It's right in here somewhere, and I just get out and go over that ground carefully till I find it. Are you following me? There has to be a reason. So I said, Brother McGee, uh, there has to be a reason why here. Uh, the, I'll tell you this much. Is, uh, I, I've got a hundred. I don't mind telling you. I know God doesn't fail. Now, I'll tell you now, it's all over. My wife and I claimed half as much again. That's the reason it's been coming in. And we, we agreed this week, and, and it has to be there. Well, bless God, he said it's there then, that we must have discounted again. So we counted, got the same figures. We're still short. Well, he said, here, you count mine, I'll count yours. 
We counted, got the same figure. He said, Brother Hagin, it's it, it just not here. No, I said, it has to be. It has to be there. I won't have it that way. God can't fail. Let's count it again. Well, bless God, he said, we'll just count all night till we get it. <laughs> then I happened to remember, I said, wait just a minute. Wait a minute, brother. Wait a minute, brother. And I reached in my pocket and got an envelope. I said, uh, and I had some books. Not these same books, but some books and some Bibles that I had on the table. And uh, his wife, Sister McGee, had bought a Bible from me. And before church, I'd let her have it just wholesale, seven dollars and a half. I think he sells about twelve and a half Bible. Uh, and the same Bible nowadays, he sells about twenty dollars, twenty-one or two. And so uh, uh, she uh, she had uh, given me a uh, had paid me for that. And brought the money to me, and she said, Brother Egan, I just put the money in that envelope, that seven half of that Bible. But she said, There's an offering in there for you, personal offering. I don't want you to even I don't want to put it through the church, treasure, anything. I that's just personal offering. And said, Don't you even tell my husband that who gave it to her, that I gave it or anybody, there's twenty five dollar offering there for you. I said, Wait a minute, brother, I got twenty five dollar offering. Someone handed me. She I didn't tell him who. Well, you see, when we did that, I had about $5 above what we'd claimed. He said, boy, I'm glad you found that. I said, I said, I knew it had to be there. It had to be. I said, it had to be. It had to be. It had to be. Praise God. Now, you, you, you stand your ground on God's word and say it has to be. It has to be. Look the storm in the face like Paul did. You know, Jesus' word is more sure than the word of an angel. Amen. Isn't that right? Isn't Jesus' word more sure than the word of an angel? Paul said, The angel of the God whose I am and whom I serve has stood by me this night, saying, Fear not, Paul, and so on. And then he concluded by saying, Wherefore, sirs, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Now, God's written word is more sure than even the word of an angel. And the words of Jesus are more sure than the word of an angel. Amen. Then you look the storm in the face. You look the contradictory circumstances and evidences right in the face. And say, wherefore, sirs, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Amen. And you'll find out that the devils and demons will relent in their opposition. And the answer will come. Praise God. Amen. Stand your ground. God hears and answers prayer. Now let me state it again in conclusion. Pray for men and women by name. Don't just group them together and pray for them as a group. Pray for the ministers. Don't criticize them. Pray for them. Pray. God knows that it's hard for ministers in this day to stand before their congregations. The world of mine, men and women, is bitter. And it's hard to meet. And you'll find the same spirit that's in the world creeps into the Christian folks. So don't criticize. Pray. Criticism won't get the job done, but praying will, praise God. Now pray for Christian workers. 
as you pray for others, the dews of heaven will fall upon your own spirit, upon your own soul. Praise God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the USB drive, 50 Messages of Camp Meeting. This USB has different speakers from the last 50 years of camp meeting. Also in this package is the DVD entitled Camp Meeting Then and Now. This is a video about the last 50 years of camp meeting. You can get all of this for the price of $50. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. College weekend is coming up October the 14th through the 16th. Yes. Right here on the Rainbow USA campus. If you're, you know, thinking about going to Bible school, or you, you may not even have thought about it, yeah. but it's a good time to tour the campus. Let God talk to you. You know, you, we've been talking about training the human yeah. spirit, letting God talk to you. Right. We would encourage you to come and it's a beautiful campus and just come to the college weekend. There have been some people that have come to the college weekend just wanting to find out what yes. Rama is yes. and it's there during the college weekend that's, hey, God. that God got a hold of and said, hey, this is where I want you to come. Okay. Yeah. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue this powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.